to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Topolsky. Today on the podcast, we discuss donuts, post-it notes, back hair. But first, a word from our sponsors. USAA is passionate about what they do, ensuring the financial security of the military community and their families. As an employer, USAA creates conditions for employees to succeed. USAA is hiring for customer service reps, designers, developers, insurance, banking, and more. Visit them online and see over 200 jobs available. It's an organization that provides opportunities for you to collaborate, create, and lead. Find your purpose with USAA. Visit usaajobs.com and join the team. This episode is sponsored by HostGator, the most gator of all the hosts. From design and marketing services to intuitive website builders, HostGator will be with you every step of the way. Their drag-and-drop website builder and mobile-friendly templates make it easy to create great-looking websites that are accessible on any device fast. Not to mention HostGator's 24-7 expert support is always available to assist you via live chat or email anytime you have a question or if you just want to talk to somebody, if you just feel like you need someone to listen. Go to HostGator.com slash tomorrow and see what HostGator can do for you today. And right now, our listeners will get 60% off. Just go to HostGator.com slash tomorrow. My guest today is an old friend, a, a dear old friend, uh, a wonderful journalist, wonderful writer, uh, and uh, and just a great person. All and around. a very special yeah. guest. And a very special guest. Very special. I'm, of course, talking about the Wall Street Journal's Joanna Stern. That's that's me. Joanna, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Or as I like to think of the new, younger, female Walt Mossberg. <laughs> Do you uh, like that? Do you like that yes. comparison? Yes. Are you more? You're more like Walt than than anybody else. I'm more like Walt than anyone else. <laughs> you're more like Walt than anybody else in the world. <laughs> no, but I mean, like you essentially are doing what he used to do at the Journal. Yeah. And I guess Jeff Fowler yep. also does. He's kind of yep. in there in yeah, the mix. Yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, it it took, took that's two how great people. Walt is it so did. incredible that it took two human beings, it, whole, fully formed adult humans, to do his job. It really did. Anyhow, but you're at, you've been at the Journal now for a long time. I have been for. A You're long like an time. old school journal. Now, I know, what do you, old school journalist? Now, what do you make of this? Um, all this. Uh, there's a lot of hubbub going on about what's the politics of the journal. Uh, yeah. You can't probably talk about this. Gerard Baker is that his name? The the uh, editor in chief of the journal. I, mean, I cover technology. Gerard Baker, know? right? That's to... his name. Did I get that right? It is. Um, Jerry, Jerry Baker. We call him Jerry. Jerry Baker. Yeah. Uh, he made some comments. He didn't. Uh, he wanted to tone down some of the language. I mean, of course, you can't comment on this. I'm not. I'm just talking about. I'm just talking about. I don't want to put your. Keep talking. I'll put your job at risk. Actually, before we started, Joanna was like, "Let me tell you something. The editor in chief of the journal is the most upstanding, uh, smartest, best journalist I've ever worked with." And he always does the right thing. That was her quote. That was my quote. It was incredible. Anyhow, so you've been at the journal. You're writing. You're still. You're still covering technology. Still covering I want to talk, technology. I actually, this is something I want to talk about. Yeah. How, are you bored? <laughs> are you bored yet? Yes. It's boring, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, we're in but a real. So, so yes and no. Okay. Oh, so actually, that's a good, very very diplomatic answer. Yeah. Yes and no. Um, I I spend a lot of my time covering technology. Spend a lot of my time doing some other things right now. Um, That's, what does that mean? It's very mysterious. Working on, I do a lot of video work. Other, I do a lot of other things. Video. Yeah, people love your videos. Yeah, I spend a You've, lot of time at the journal working on videos. Very, very funny, smart. Thank you. Uh, enlightening videos. A lot of your personality in there. So I think, what, like, yeah, and when we podcasted, like, maybe a year and a half ago when you were in that dorm room. Dorm room? Remember you had the dorm room podcast studio? What? Like a hippie room with a wooden table. Oh, Argo, Argo. Yeah. Yeah. It was a dorm. It Great was like, studio. Yeah, Wonderful it, studio. It's a really nice studio. No, I mean, it's good enough for the moth. Yeah. You know, you don't like it? I liked it. You know, I was saying uh, it looked like it. Yeah, I mean, that's why I agree. They have an incredible tapestry. This place Anyhow. looks like a fallout shelter. Okay, this is basically made from the same components as a fallout shelter. Anyhow, um, so when we were hot last time, it's a little warm <laughs> in this room. We haven't quite got the ventilation down. But in my defense... Uh, that's not kind of not my problem. Is that bad? No, it's it's a big. Oh, that's coffee. from the thing around the corner. Yeah, that's good. It took everything in me. Let me tell let me tell the listener what's happening because they don't know. I'm going to Hawaii next week and I cannot uh, well, eat the okay. donuts. Congratulations, <laughs> Joanna is drinking a Cafe Angelique iced coffee uh, that she bought from around the corner from where our office is, which is uh, in Soho. In a little. It's a little cart. A little, little cart guy. Actually but like he a also had, yeah, and he had donuts he has that donuts. look great. They're okay. And I did not, he tried to get me to get a donut and I did not do it. You, you want to get a good donut, you get on the train, you go to Greenpoint, you go to Peter Pan. Where? Okay. It's on Green, Off the it's G? on, it's on uh, Manhattan Avenue. Have to take the G there. Yeah, I don't know how you can get a car, but I'll tell you this it's Tina right. Fey's favorite donut shop. Oh. 
So, you had me at Tina Fey. Right. Okay. Well, I had one yesterday, and it was fucking outrageous. Yeah. They also make donut uh, ice cream sandwiches, which is where they cut a donut in half and put ice cream in the yeah. middle. Yeah. So, like and I said, I'm going to Hawaii next week. Yeah. And can't well, you can't do it but when you get back. But when I get back, yeah. I'll go there. Anyhow. But so back to your question about is technology boring? Yeah. Yes and no. Mm-hmm. I think one of the interesting things about being a technology journalist right now is obviously it's seeping into a lot of political journalism, which yes, yeah. people are doing some great stuff on. Yes. Um, but also when it comes to personal technology, like we still have a number of things that are not great. Like the fork. <laughs> the vibrating fork is still not perfect. It's not perfect. They did oh a V2. My God. They did that a was V2. my first column at the journal. I remember. I yeah. remember. I'm Set like, the tone. I'm like, this is what she's doing at the journal, this, this fork. That and was like a huge. I've had so many great. Fork-like columns. Bonkers traffic, I'm sure, on the fork It was the biggest piece I've ever done. Is it really? No. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. That's what people want to read about. They want to read about the fork. That's because we're so desperate for new technology. They're like, if you could make... Uh, like a fork, that, like there's this like. Uh, I mean, people who don't know, the fork was um, it was called the Happy Fork. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it was a fork that would vibrate if you were eating too fast. Yeah, it would tell you to slow down by yeah. vibrating in your mouth. And t- it's even funny to me that I could even come up with like 600 words to write about that. Is that how many words it was? I think so. Felt longer when <laughs> I read. It. <laughs> it's like it can't be that much uh, to say about the fork. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that, by the way, I'm sorry, I hate to rehash. I don't want to go back into the past because you were saying something. But it's one of those things that you know yeah. when you go to CES. The Consumer Electronics Show. You see, there they are actually call it only CES now. There are well, they can call it whatever they want, but we know what it is. There are C's <laughs> and C's of like things like the fork. There always, like I saw a thing the Verge covered. It's like this breast pump. Mm-hmm. It's like you put it into a bra or whatever. I mean, I now, think actually that might be mm, one of the better things released at CES I don't this know. year. Maybe I, it's like the idea that you like are going to get up and go I mean, while like pumping. The best thing I saw at CES this year was a sticky note printer. So that just gives that's you- cool. <laughs> that is cool. Wait a second. Wait, it prints a sticky note that you can put on something. Yes. So but also you can write something on your phone and then print it out on a sticky note instead of just writing it on the sticky note. When are they going to make a phone with a built-in printer? <laughs> Why don't they do that? I had a meeting with our CTO today, and I was like, um, I know there's a lot of other things, but we have a problem with our printer on our floor. Oh, no. And I think he thought it was a joke, but I'm not completely. Well, you probably print joking. stuff out, right? I print I print everything I write out. Everything? everything. Do you, like, redlining Every- it by hand? Yes. Really? Uh, my final drafts in my column, I always oh. I always. Oh, I forgot them. to mention Joanna Stern is 85 years old. <laughs> um, so wait a second. Do it on my typewriter, right? My first draft on the typewriter. So... It's, you were saying uh, it's a lot of stuff is converging technology and politics, and then yeah, and I think like on personal tech, which I I now do one series that's completely dedicated to just small little tips that yeah. people don't really know or life, on their phones. life hacks, life hacks, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like what? What's the last one you did? Um, how to clean your phone because it's really dirty. Yeah, you just use a cloth, I no. think. Yeah. Just wipe, just wipe it's it not that simple. Obviously, I'm, I'm paid a lot of money for <laughs> really? me to say something a lot. I think you just get that. like a warm pa- a, a paper towel. No, put a little paper warm, towels are terrible. Put a little warm terrible. water on it. Please bleep all this out. No, <laughs> don't give this just advice. Ex- just an extended bleep. No, no. <laughs> Wait, really? No, yeah, What's that's wrong bad. With paper you will towel? scratch your screen. Oh, I don't think so. You will have to buy a new iPhone. I do this all the time. Is do this not a bad do idea? The, I, that was the, my lead. Do not pants wipe. Why? It's fine. It looks fine. No, you're smearing all of the shit on your... Can you curse on this podcast? Yeah, you can say everything on this everything? podcast. Yeah, of course. Oh, God. We're not, we're not owned by some conglomerate. <laughs> we're not part of News Corp. You can Are say you, fuck. No? We're not part I of heard you were ABC, CBS, NBC, no, CNN, Are you not a- TBS, TNT. We're not part of any of those things. Okay, anyhow. This, I can tell this podcast already is going to be one of our most hated. Uh, yeah, that's okay. definitely going to happen. Um, I really don't remember where I was going. You're about how to clean your phone. Uh, so you clean your phone by getting good microfiber cloth. Not all of them are created equal. Okay. 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 You get the ones from Amazon. Did you have to test it for microfibers? I did that. So what's the best one? It's, I like the just, one on Amazon. It's $7. Like it's Basics? Am- Amazon yeah, Basics? Yeah, it's Amazon Basics. They have make a lot of great shit. They do. Yeah. It's lovely. I would put my would sleep on there. Sleep on the Amazon Basics microfiber? I would. <laughs> do I they, would. Do they sell? So they, why don't and, they make sheets out of microfiber? They'd be comfortable. Oh, yeah. You'd also sweat to death. Would you? I don't know. I'm so hot in here. 
<laughs> just you're fixated on the warmth in this room. It's not a reflection of all of what's going on in the world. Just, and you know, I don't want to spoil the whole great yeah. content I made on this podcast. Well, I get it. I get it. Oh, you so, you, so you're doing so you're doing this column, which is kind of like yeah, tech, just quick little fun things. Tech and, life hack. It's, 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 it's so called well, like, it's because like, you know what? People don't know how to always use their shit. Uh, I know. You I've know? read. I read. I've read Walt's columns. I'm aware of what people. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is, it, is, is it called Tech This Out? What's it called? No, that was my old series. It was your old series. This What's, is called You Got This. Oh, you got this is good. It's a, I, it's a great name. Check this out is was like good in a way where it's like it's like it's a bad. bad joke. Yeah, I know, I know. But, but I like I like bad jokes. Yeah, like no, it, this it's is like you it's got like this. A, it's like a and bad I love joke. It. And we're shooting it vertically, yeah. um, oh, which okay. you guys are doing some we, awesome we, stuff we're here. We're pioneering uh, vertical. Yeah, I already sure. just tried to poach your guys, so that's cool. Please don't. Please yeah. get all your hands off. You get your filthy hands off of them. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, we need so, good video people. You know, come well, video, the Wall good Journal. video people are hard to find. I know. That's Believe me, they don't want to work at the Wall Street Journal. I know. No offense. I mean, it's uh, different. You're, you know, you're. Look, you've got your little fiefdom. You know. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're like a character. I'm. Yeah. You're not working in like the dungeon. What's the, the Wall dungeon? Street Journal dungeon. I don't know. I assume they have one. Yeah. For like video people, they're in some dark room somewhere. We're liberating them. Gerard Gerard <laughs> Gerard Baker comes over and it's like, make sure you don't badmouth Trump in that video. That is not what happens. I don't know. Yeah. No, he's fine. I, I I'm I'm just having fun with it. He's yeah. great. I'm sure he's a great yeah. guy. Um anyhow. I do really like him. No, I'm um, sure he's great. I he, I'm sure he said some things that are probably, you know. Inappropriate. I, well, I think right now we all make this, mistakes. I, I think there's a we're living in a context where everyone wants to sort of take um, at least certain media organizations' words and kind of skew them. But I, I think, think that's probably true. Anyhow, getting back to, to on topic. Back on topic. So I think it's still. I think. I think the. It's also very fun to be in a position where you think that everyone's going to be covering the same thing in the same way, and then you're sort of right when you do, and then you have a different take on something or a more creative way to do it. And right. that's Well, your takes tend to be more fun and interesting. I mean, yeah, I think, I mean like, we talked about this before, but you're, I mean, you're good at writing and you have a voice. So. Yeah. So I like, you know, I have, when you know, you know, this isn't like five, six years ago, when was it like 10? How long ago were you writing iPhone reviews? I mean, I wrote a, I wrote a, uh, I might have done a short iPhone review at when I was at Bloomberg because they were like, "Do you right. want to do you want to do a review?" And I was like, "Yeah, I guess so." I mean, I'm yeah. I, it was much I mean, easier. Like, I did I did a watch review when the watch came out. Right. It's probably the last thing I and that was a big thing, right? Like we yeah. uh, that was it. But like when you know everyone's going to have an iPhone or a Galaxy review or whatever, yeah. and it's not that special because guess what? Everyone's going to buy the phone regardless of your review. Yeah. And now the phones are all the same. It's exactly. Not like, I and mean, there's like just minor differences. It's like this one has a button here. This one has a button here. It's like, well, who fucking cares? There is something, you know, when you have a little bit more freedom to have fun to capture um, some attention in some ways, th- yeah. that's kind of fun. I think that I actually think the things like the tips are are kind of like a better. Yeah. It's like I think, you know, the wire cutter ultimately had sort of, you know, they got bought by the New York Times, so not surprising, but ultimately sort of made the right bet on the kind of more yep. servicey stuff. Yep. Which is like, all right, there's going to be a bunch of things. Just kind of tell me which one right. you think I should get. I don't know that all the recommendations are perfect, but I certainly Well, I think also something else is happening, and that's what I've sort of tried to tap in with my columns. Like, I don't do as much review, gadget review-ish stuff anymore because people aren't upgrading as much. So it is about what you can do with the devices, how to get better at doing them. Yeah, all the life hack stuff versus what should I go buy. Yeah, I I find upgrading annoying now. Yeah, and it's like, too when much. was the last time you got? I mean, like, when did you get it? Well, you have a new job, maybe when you got a new laptop. Uh, but like, I actually bought. I had an Air, which is a couple years old, and I was like, when the new MacBooks came out, I was like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna oh, get I remember, one. Remember, I saw your tweets on these, and I think it's terrible. Yeah, it is I terrible. actually leave it here. I use it as like my work computer, and yeah. I barely ever because when I'm in the office, I'm barely ever like actually sitting and working. Like I'm usually up and doing mm-hmm. meetings and stuff. So I barely ever even use it. I bought a Surface <clears throat> like a week after I bought it. I was so annoyed with it. I was like, you know, I'm just going to get a Surface, Surface Pro 4. How do you feel about that? I think it's – look, I mean there's some really dumb – like Windows has some real problems. It still is bad really, but it's actually way, way better. And as a computer, it's like I enjoy using it more. Hmm. It's faster. Yep. It feels – that – Surface, which was a thousand bucks, feels faster. It's like the mid-level one. I got it on sale. Feels faster than your Pro. Feels faster than the uh, MacBook, whatever it's called, Pro. the Pro. I guess yeah, the dark, whatever the ones are now, the new ones with the Touch Bar. So I was just having this meeting with our CTO again. Not to bring this up again, yeah, but you're the CTO. Yeah, really I, mean, I like it. It was the it was the best meeting I had today. <laughs> okay, um, the printer meeting, and I was the, like, I need a person? new computer. Yeah. Is that where I is I tell you yeah. this? As he manages like I don't know four hundred developers or yeah. something like that, and yeah. I'm like, I don't think he's the guy though, is he? 
he That'd be said, like an IT person. Yeah, it? he was like basically you were like coming to me and asking for like the smallest little thing that's not in my control, but insulted, I can do it. Insulted. And him. so I, I, he said, oh, what new computer do you want? And I was like, well, I don't even know. And he's like, you don't know? And I was like, no, because the new MacBook Pros, I really don't want them. And I don't really want an old one. They suck. I mean, my review was like, get the old one. You used, you used it. You know it. You yeah, know I reviewed it. I reviewed it. And I was like, you know, I, I've, I still stand by that review, which was you should probably get the old one. Which is crazy for me to tell you to get a three-year-old computer. My my two-year-old Air seems faster and more capable than So that. should I just get another Air? I mean, the Air, here's the thing about the Air. Great battery life. Yeah, terrible screen. The screen is low resolution, but the low resolution means that it's actually, it performs faster. And it's like, the question for you is like, how high, but the Surface is a nice screen. I know. I really want to be able to like see so I, 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 I didn't I didn't get the big one though. The Surface, uh, whatever the bigger Surface is. The one that's like got the curved hinge. Oh, that's the Surface Book. Surface Book. Yeah, I didn't get that. I got yeah. like the little one. And I also like the fact that it's small. And also yeah. the pen is awesome. The pen is yeah. really cool. I used the pen in some art for a story that we did recently. Really? Yeah. I, I just had someone come to a meeting with the iPad Pro in the pen and I sort of thought to myself, douchebag. Yeah, the iPad, because iPads suck. I mean, they're not good for doing anything. But even so, this he came with the pen, I sort of, you know, I it rubbed me the wrong people. way. I, yeah, what's he doing? Like drawing a sketch of somebody in no, the meeting? No, he's, he's just writing He's taking things. notes. Stupid. You want to take notes, get a pad. Yeah. That's what I say. Yeah. Because I'm a billion years old. I got a <laughs> I got a great new notepad this week. Did you? Yeah. What make? I don't know. It's, hmm. just, it's like a non... Not it's a cool, though. Not a Moleskine. No. I got it at a bookstore in Jersey City. It's very hip. It's you love hipster. Jersey. Love Jersey. Originally from Jersey. Originally born and bred from Jersey. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. What part of Jersey are you from? Westfield. Westfield. Is that like pretty hoity-toity or what? Do people use the phrase hoity-toity around there? <laughs> I don't think so. Well, you're a Westchester guy High now. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, that's true. Yeah. Uh, but I don't I don't think of myself as someone from there. I mean, you are there. I, I'm there. there. I'm physically there, but that's not a reflection of who I am as a person. Yeah. I just found a really cool house. I mean, honestly, do you know the story yeah. about why I moved no. uh, out of, you know, I don't live in Brooklyn anymore. It's just so everybody knows. We know. I don't have people on the podcast. Oh, now. Okay. I don't talk about. I guess I probably listeners talk about have it. been waiting to see you in Brooklyn for months. They've been now. standing around <laughs> in my, outside of my old house. No, but um, no. The whole reason it was literally I didn't even know the area. I just found this awesome house, and I was like, "This house is awesome." It's like a mid-century, like really awesome right. mid-century. And then I only later did I discover that the area is there upstairs. Is it a ranch? No upstairs. It's yeah. one floor. It's it's a Y-shaped house. That's cool. It's very cool. It's awesome. Yeah, and it's like you know. It's worth all of the, the trade-offs, yeah. yeah, which is like having to commute an hour. That's, yeah. And, that's, but, you know, I talk to people here, and they're like, it takes me 45 minutes or an hour to get in from, like, Queens. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't feel that bad. And you're in your car. You drive right I'm now. in my car. I take the train sometimes. Oh, we should take a break. Should we take a break? I was going to say one of our sponsors could solve your problem, Crizal Lenses. Oh, Crizal Lenses. They don't get oily at all. Yeah, Crizal, you don't ever have to clean, right? No smudging. You're absolutely correct. Um, anyhow, now we should take a break and hear some messages from the people who, who pay money so this podcast can exist. And then we'll be back with more Joanna Stern. we love technology, overuse of it can be quite dangerous. It can actually kill you. You can die from overusing technology uh, because of blue-violet light that computers, phones, and tablets give off, uh, which can strain your eyes and put you at risk for long-term eye damage and also horrible death. Thankfully, Crizal no-glare lenses protect your eyes from the glare of digital screens and the harmful effects of blue-violet light, helping you to safeguard your eyes from potential risks and also helping you to not die. Not to mention, Crizal lenses also give you the clearest vision possible by offering resistance to scratches and smudges. That means no more fingerprints from taking your glasses on and off or damage from cleaning your lenses on your shirt uh, or death from cleaning your lenses on your shirt. Crizal lenses even make it safer for you to drive at night by reducing any reflection caused by the headlights of oncoming traffic so you don't swerve into it and crash and die. And with Crizal no-glare lenses, your friends and family can actually see your eyes, your beautiful living eyes, not just your glasses. Look better, feel better, and most importantly, be prepared for whatever comes your way with clear vision. Go to Crizal.com to learn more. That's C-R-I-Z-A-L.com and start living life in the clear. 
Imagine you have house guests coming, but only one bedroom. My first question is, why did you invite house guests? But let's not worry about that right this second. What if you could order an extra bedroom for your guests that you could remove after they leave, which would that would explain the invitation, actually. That's the idea behind Lenovo's next generation data centers built for cloud computing. You see, the cloud is all about giving your company the ability to expand and contract server space on demand without actually adding more hardware. Lenovo understands that on-demand access can give your company a tremendous competitive advantage. Think about it. The faster you can scale up, the faster your dev team can test new applications, and that means you can get new product features into market faster. But that kind of flexibility is worthless if your servers are down. Lenovo servers are number one in reliability and performance because you don't have time for downtime. Feeling handcuffed by proprietary hardware-software relationships? Lenovo systems allow you to partner with leading software providers to ensure your cloud solution is best in class. Lenovo Systems can even integrate with legacy software platforms to help get your cloud solution up and running quickly. Learn more about how Lenovo is transforming the data center at www.lenovo.com slash data center. All right, so uh, we're back with Joanna Stern, the uh, Wall Street Journal uh, writer and also human person. Uh, so you wrote this thing I, th- I think is very interesting about Alexa and Siri and Cortana uh, and the idea that all of these digital assistants, these new digital assistants are women. Now, wait, can, Siri, Siri, you can change the voice. On. You can change the voice. You can make it like a British guy if you want. Uh, yeah. John's is an Australian man and it makes me <laughs> so, so mad. <laughs> it's like, g'day. Siri, say hi. Hello, how's that? Who's this guy? That's the American Siri. Oh. American man. Why don't they give him a different name? You mean like, like I know, it's like Sir. Shouldn't the American man Siri be like, cock? All right. I see. Oh, you mean just doing like an American man stuff. Just think people from all over the world have to repeat lines like, I'm Siri the virtual assistant. Isn't that insane? Okay, so tell me about, give me your central complaint about this situation. Well, so yes, the, the main complaint is actually what we've been talking about, is that Siri can be a male or a female, even though it has a female voice. Yeah, it and has, kind of a female name. Yeah, it is a female name. Right. Is Siri, Siri is a... By default, it has a female name and a female voice, but right. you can change the voice. And that's actually really important because uh, for, for two reasons. One, we need to have a baseline where we have these AIs be male and female. It just like... We shouldn't just think of these assistants as secretaries that are only female, right? Even oh, though that's, I, I would agree with that. So, obviously. The second thing is, is that but one you of wouldn't, the, you wouldn't think that from the way these are marketed. No, you wouldn't think that from the way these are marketed, but, I mean. You would think that, like, you're, you, most, it's a subservient woman here to yeah, help you. Yeah, and you, and you scream at them a lot, right? <laughs> because like, they're not working. You're like, when's my, when are yeah. my taxes due? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or what is the fucking weather after yeah. you've asked it a million times, right? right? You do actually get, you sort of do end up being, having a little animosity yeah. towards the thing. Right, and I mean, I think Alexa solved a little bit of that, right? Mm. Like, she's pretty I've just, good. I've just unplugged Alexa after reading some stories today. Oh, why? What happened? Well, she's just recording everything. Oh, great, so, great. Yeah. <laughs> She's literally, there's a case going on right now that's like, can Alexa be subpoenaed? Right, Is right. It's like a First Amendment issue. Can can, right. she, can she be subpoenaed for like a murder case? And Amazon's like, it has freedom of speech. No, they and are. That's what they said. Between that and Citizens United, I'm a little worried. Yeah. <laughs> if Alexa has, it's like, it's First Amendment rights are applied to Alexa. But when, what was actually recorded on Alexa? A murder, I think, or somebody talking about a murder. Does, does Alexa get like one phone call if Alexa gets <laughs> I was like, can you give Alexa the death penalty? What would Alexa... <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't. Re- I just skimmed. I'm very busy, so I just. We were talking about it today. We were but, like, no, but that's true though, because I think the Alexa does record before it has like I think it's a couple of seconds of recording before she hears her voice. But that doesn't you make hear it, the prompt. But that doesn't make any sense. That means she's recording all the time, and she's just saving the stuff from right before. That's you hear right. The prompt, that's right. Which is. Very upsetting, I think. But that's always the way that it's been. No, whatever. I understand that, but I'm saying. Did you not know that? I didn't really think about it, but also I don't like Alexa, and I find her annoying, and she doesn't do anything that I really need. So how else will you find out the weather? I can find out the weather in all sorts of ways. Look out the window. I I look at. I don't think that's a possibility. I look at. I get one of those. I put one of those little uh, temperature things on my window. This little that every old old person has. Yeah, it's turned yellow with mercury in it, (laughs) and and I just go like, all right, it's six. I'd rather take a chance with mercury poisoning. The only reason I've been wearing my Apple Watch recently, the only real reason is because I it has the temperature right here, and I'm like, what's the temperature? 
And it's like, okay, by the way, again, it's look, it's not turning on. A hundred percent. I put up with notifications telling me to stand all day long just so I can oh know my God. if it's the, raining. The, the stand, or the time. The stand and the breathe notifications. It's like, chill the, the fuck out. The breathe notification always comes when I do not it's need like, to breathe. It's like, take it easy. No, I, don't need 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 to to, I don't need to. It's like, just take a breath. It's like, you take a breath. <laughs> You've been stressing me out all day watching. I know. Shit you want me to yes. look at. The breathing the breathing thing can be turned off. I know that. The standing thing can also be turned off. I'm too busy for that. Okay, I'm too busy to turn off. This is off. why you need to watch You Got This. I teach you how to do these this things. This is why I need a, 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 a virtual assistant to do it for me. Well, Preferably a, a, a man. A real assistant. You need a, young, a man. A young lady. Okay, so anyhow. You need a man. I, 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 is why your are, assistant a male or female? Like my actual yeah. like human assistant? Yeah, human assistant. Here is a woman. Okay, but you've had male assistants. I've had two male assistants previously. I think that's great. Actually, I yeah, I've had uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, I don't. I have no. I don't care. That's gender equality. I don't right care. There. I don't care as long as you're helping me. You could right. be whatever you want to be. So, know? so the These, other. I'm blind to gender. Okay, <laughs> I only care about if somebody's going to see gender. I, all I see is how much you're helping me get something done. All I see is how you're getting my coffee. That's right. Is what, a, is what Josh really meant to say. That's a, all I see is whether or not you got me the right yeah. salad dressing. And other than that, I've not seen it. Anyhow, so. The, the, yeah, hopefully. We haven't had any issues yet. Okay, so the other <laughs> the other main thing that's actually very interesting is, so as these voice assistants uh, start to do more, even though we have agreed here that they don't do much very mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Um, Google's, Google's assistant's very good. You think versus Alexa? I think that uh, I find... Um, that Google on the Pixel, yeah, the that's Pixel. the best, most useful, most like articulate, most understanding of the assistants. So, and and I think Google actually stands in the place to actually like start to use these assistants to guide us to do certain things because like we go to Google and we find it instructions on how to do stuff or right. whatever, right? Like Google right. sits like in a good you spot might, for that. You might Google uh, how do I how do I clean my phone, and you end up with a Wall Street Journal article. You probably end up with my voice. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But like one of the big problems that ends up happening now is that they found in these studies is that they every the reason we have female voices right and Amazon told me this and Microsoft told me this it, we, the reason we have the female voices is that men and women say they prefer female voices they say that this is a better sounding voice to us and then so that's they've they've decided female voices are important. Right. They right. want more people to listen and use these things. And they know that market research shows that people like female voices Pe- better. People like them better. They say that. Yes. Okay. The Some of the academic studies I, I show the academic studies show that actually women really do prefer female voices. Well, men are horrible. I know. Have you seen them? Have you talked to them? I, I you're talking to one right now. It seems also women are horrible. I mean, everybody's bad in a certain yeah. way, but men are worse. You have to agree. I mean, let's just look at it, you know. Like, yeah. it, it, it's, I mean, bad women are bad and bad men are bad, but there's a lot more bad men. Why are there more bad men? Because men are awful. I They're mean, really why? Awful. Because we're driven by animalistic instincts and we can't yeah. control back ourselves. Hair. It's back hair. I mean, back yeah. hair is, part, but hair. I mean, I think, I think, but I think, you know, you look at the worst of whatever men are yeah. doing currently and it's like. They're just like thuggish. They're, yeah, they're, they're just brutes. They're just like bullying brutes. Right. Because they're, they're basically like cavemen. Right. Like they're kind of like their core instinct. not all instinct. men. Not, well, <laughs> that's, you can't really say that, but not all men. No, of course. Like not all men are the worst. Right. Most are bad. Some are better than others. But I mean, not all male voices are not pleasing to me. Uh, oh, I think I see your voice saying. is My, very pleasing. I have an extremely dull set tone. Yeah. But here's the thing. Yeah, okay, voices. I mean, I guess in behavior also, like, I know a lot of wonderful men who are just, like, normal human beings. I think there are plenty of guys like that. But, like, then you have, like, a Trump situation, and it's, like, all men seem just so bad. And he surrounded himself with literally hundreds and hundreds of horrible people. And mostly men. Who are predominantly white men. Right. Did they say if, like, genderless voices are more irritating or less? Because I feel like people hate my voice. No, they they can't actually. Do you think your voice is genderless? Every time I get on customer service, they say, hello, Mrs. Hulahan. Every well, time. I don't it's find a your really voice good genderless. point, right? Actually, and so the companies have not experimented, it seems, with genderless voice. And the two, like <laughs> I've spent to Nuance, who yeah. makes the voice technology, I have a quote, and here. they say they it's hard to do, Here's and they haven't quote. done it. Here's a quote: <clears throat> genderless voice is hard. Yeah, I just said that. That's is it hard though? <laughs> like, couldn't you just split the difference? Yeah, that's what I. So yeah. another company is trying to put uh, male and female voices together, like combine right. the audio why, tracks. Yeah, exactly. And or, or why not just just raise the pitch of the male voice or lower the pitch of the female? I feel like you then you right. would 
dirty. Because it's really so is about then the really the end of the problem en- ends up being that humans want to assign a gender. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. As many transgender people know, is that they, you know, uh, anyone who sort of is out there and you're not really sure, well, you either use he or she because yeah. there's not really an easy way of saying something else. Like there's so much more language. Or there's they. Yeah, that's what And then you can just watch most... people fly into a rage every time you try to get It's very right. hard, though. I mean, it's confusing. It's very hard. So, and people want to end up assigning a gender to our robots. So I think, well, and that, sure, that makes sense because that's just like people doing what people right. have always done, exactly. right? I mean, you're just like, you have a kid, it's a boy, yeah. it's a girl. I mean, it's yeah. like, that's like basic that's exactly, reality. Um, but uh, the, what's worrisome is that like, as these start to talk to us, there are certain, the sexist roles sort of play out in the things you would think it, humans feel, right? So people felt more, with one academic study, people felt more comfortable with a male voice teaching them about technical things like computers. Oh, God, really? And they felt more comfortable with females talking about love and relationships, okay. right? And that's well, a problem because if we only have females or males and we don't have control over these things, then yeah. these companies can use us, this to brainwash us or cool. to do whatever they would like to us. It'd be cool if we had some kind of if you could have some kind of conversation or some sort of like interaction that where the voice was sort of changed to sort of meet your specific personality, like what a per, so it was like, it kind of started off totally neutral and then, and then it kind of adapted to what it felt you were responding to or not responding to. In that case, you could just be like, well, it's just responding to like who I am. Right. Just me as a person. Right. Like Joaquin Phoenix could talk to it all day long. Is that what, is that what happens in her? I think it is. Do they have a thing where she kind of establishes like who she is? But I think he picks her out. Yeah. He does like a quiz. Yeah. There's just like, like a personality an, test like BuzzFeed style. Yeah. And then it's like, this is your girlfriend. And he's like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but she's not. But her is a great example of promoting right. this uh, kind of bad concept. Right. Which is like yes. the female, the, the well, you know, it's like the uh, manic pixie dream girl as a personal assistant, right? Right. But then know, she you know, breaks his heart, right? superpowers, and he's like, but don't you want to talk about my favorite color? Right. But doesn't she she's, break his heart? Yeah, she yeah like, she's they, like, I have other stuff to do. Alert, I'm a yeah. supercomputer. Spoiler right. alert, she, they start dating another AI or something, right. I think, right? I don't know. What, uh, the, how or, I mean, I think we've all guy, interpreted more this guy. movie in our own ways. Really and a spoiler alert. Pause the podcast or use the little skip button if you yeah, don't yeah, hear yeah, it. Yeah, they all fall I'm in love like, with each other and make a giant supercomputer orgy and leave no, space. I, yeah, like, <laughs> I love how we've yeah. all, oh, all the computers like take off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it's kind of like interesting. Actually, yeah. in the one I watched, she became a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that happened. Yeah. <laughs> See, really? we all just played out what Does our fantasies happen? were going to be in her. Does that happen? Yeah, in my mind, the one you're, I watched. You're saying they leave it kind of open ended, and your read is that she's, she's like, a lesbian. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because that's what. I would, yeah, I mean, she's Scarlett Johansson, and yeah, that's she's great. what we're all she's wondering wonderful. about. Well, are you excited about Ghost in the Shell? Don't know it's what that is. It's a movie starring Scarlett Johansson <laughs> based on the ja- famous Japanese anime film Ghost in the Shell. In the in the strong tradition of Emma Stone, Scarlett Johansson plays an Asian character. <laughs> it, yeah. There's actually naked? a lot of, uh, yeah, that's a lot of that going on now. Hmm. What did you say? I asked if she was naked in the movie. I don't know. She seems almost nude in many scenes based on what I've seen. I will see it. There's a film you can see her nude in, but I don't think you would enjoy it very much. It's called Under the Skin. I think it's called Under the Skin. Is that what it's called? Yeah, that's what it's called. Did you watch it? It's Uh, it's directed by the guy who, uh, I can't think of his name right now, directed a famous Radiohead video called Rabbit in the Headlights, or Rabbit in Your Headlights, Rabbit in the Headlights. He also directed a movie called Sexy Beast, which is one of my favorite movies. Jonathan Glazer. Jonathan Glazer, thank you. He also directed a terrible movie with uh, Nicole Kidman called Birth, which sucks. Oh my God, no, Birth is great for that no, one scene. Well, there's one good this scene. This is where I begin Googling everything. Anyhow, Joanna. Okay, so so what's, so how do we, what are we going to do here? Are we going to have better assistance? Well, I mean, what Apple's doing is a great step. Right, you when, can have the you can have the male and the yeah, female they voices. They give you options, but they don't let you like they don't. Do they ever give you a step where you get to choose, or no. they just they just give you Siri it's as a hidden. woman? They don't even say like, would you like a male assistant or a female assistant, or what would your voice? No, they, they don't. They don't do that in the U.S. Yeah, and they don't do that anywhere else. But in the U.K. and India, et cetera, the default is the male voice. That's so interesting. Yeah. That's so interesting. Why and, they, and they say it's cultural. They say it's cultural. Why not just at the beginning? Why not just say, here's some voice options, and you can listen to them. I have no idea. And you say, pick the one you like best. And then I have Harvey Firestein. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And if you're listening to this, Apple, maybe this is something to put into iOS 11 or whatever it is that's coming out. Tim Cook. 94 degrees. (laughs) Harvey Firestein. (laughs) Tim Cook and uh, Johnny Ive, I know you're listening to my podcast. Please do 
take a break from uh, sending nasty Apple Park from Apple Park and also writing nasty memos about how you much you disagree with Trump mm-hmm. and maybe think about but actually don't take a break from that keep doing that no keep doing that how will you have people who can do that yeah, for you and I'm then sure take a break are. and make this an option when you boot yeah. up your phone uh, are you so, so there's an Apple event coming up right. Mm, I mean, there'll be one in June. No, there's an there's OWDC, right? Yeah. But they just announced the dates. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. unusual. It is. They don't normally do that. I I'm so out of uh, I'm so like not yeah in. The, I mean, I still I'm still nerdy. We, we I just know. I just well, well, I'm I wrote, looking at you. I was thank you. Wow, rude. <laughs> I wrote a thing today that's very nerdy about video games, but yeah. um, but uh, I was, so have you been writing a, a bit? I saw mm, you wrote one piece a couple of weeks ago. I wrote then, a thing last week about the deep state. And I wrote a thing today about video games, totally yeah. related. Uh, I'm exploring. I'm writing a little bit. I'm yeah. not writing as much because we have a lot of we have a ton of stuff right. to do. And there's like I'm sort of. Are you I, making cool video games? I love the Elon, the Musk thing. We're going to do more of that. We actually have some stuff in the hopper that we're going to be doing more of that. Um, we are working on a bunch of interesting projects along those lines. And uh, I haven't been writing that much, but you know, I mean, yeah. you know, there's a lot of other people to. There's a lot of other things to worry about here. Well, but I, am I, to I haven't more. even been on here. I I think the site looks awesome. Thank you. It's Thank you. Uh, you know, don't say anything you don't really feel. No, and I love you know what I love about watching it is like it's really evolving, like in, um, in I feel like in a way that you can tell like you're taking user feedback or or yeah. whatever, and it and it's um I don't yeah. know if you listen to the users, but you listen. We listen to, to the yourself. users. We listen to the users, and we listen to our hearts. Yeah, and uh, and I, the combination of those things is really useful. Is your heart um, a male or a female voice? Uh, it's, uh, it's gender neutral. Genderless. I mean, genderless. I don't hear, you know, my heart has actually no voice. I don't yeah. let it speak. That's the important thing about being a man. Never let you, never listen to your heart. Yeah. <laughs> but you can do anything when you're a man. That's right. You can do anything That's you want. That's a great thing. What about being want. a white man? Except listen to your heart. Well, yeah. you know, it's funny. I was talking to uh, Laura about um, the being Jewish and because Jews are white. Like, I'm white. You know, I look yeah, white, yeah. like a white guy. But I'm also, like... Hated. Well, Jews are, like, definitely a minority in a mm-hmm. way, right? And, like, hey, definitely hated. Mm-hmm. And, like, you... I've had situations where, like, I've gotten into, like, arguments or even, like, physical... Like, in school, like, fights with yeah. people over my being Jewish, which is like, made me different than other people. But it's, like... It's different than like, you know, if you're black, because if you walk down the street, like yeah. you can't like not, people are like, oh, there's that black person, like because you can see. Right. With Jews, it's like interesting because like once people find out, then you can see it. But like until yeah. they find out, you're just yeah, a regular white person. I um, mean, they'll make assumptions based on yeah, you know, my your hook, last name or your, yeah, my, or your, how my you rabbinical look. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the fact that I'm always wearing several heavy black coats and huge black hats. Yep. Uh, but the way they don't know is just my wizard costume. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyhow, it's interesting. Like, you know, you probably experienced this. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, mean I feel I actually a, experienced it last week a lot because PewDiePie fans were very, very, very angry at oh, the Wall Street Journal. Did you, what, oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, right. Well, we wrote a thing, too, about yeah. that because, because I mean, it's ridiculous. But, like, the thing about it's so funny about PewDiePie. I can't believe we're talking about PewDiePie, but. What's so funny is the Jew jokes. That's yeah, what's so yeah, funny. Yeah. Here's the, so, so here's the thing. I think there is this like weird disconnect, like European people, like Swedish people and Danish people. Like they don't really – I mean I think that he probably has a problem like based on what I saw and not just from the Wall Street Journal video but other things. Yeah. I think like he doesn't – he clearly has some kind of latent dislike or ideas about Jewish people that are negative. Because like why uh, Why just why, Jews? Why would why you – yeah, why Jews? Right. Um, but – you know, it's like the thing they say is like there's always some truth in a joke. Right, like right. there's definitely some truth in his joke, yeah. right? But it's like I also think there's a kind of cultural like it's like yeah. you've probably like literally never been in the room with more than like one or two black people in your whole life right. or whatever. Like I I know people from Sweden and like uh right. you know, they do have like a different cultural association, like uh they just don't have the same sensitivity. So part of it is like I kind of understand the thing that's annoying about PewDiePie is that he's like doing some Trump shit about the media. Yeah. He's like, they're out to get me. He's like, why, dude, why would the Wall Street Journal be out to get you? It's like, what possible dog in the hunt could they have? And, and you know, like like I said, these these fans were just insane. They're completely insane. Yeah. And anyone from the Wall Street Journal who had tweeted about PewDiePie and whatever, they just completely came after you. And yeah. so yeah. for me, I got lots of Terrible tweets of people calling me, you know, everything from a kike to a cunt. Really? Honestly. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. 
So you did, know, what, did you were you defending the coverage? Were I you? tweeted a video that we did yeah. on it. Yeah. To say I know those people are completely out of their minds. I said that honestly you should watch this video because you can't really understand this story without seeing the footage. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, no, people are like the videos takes it all out of context. People were like writing to us and tweeting to us and they're like, some person who's yeah. Jewish made a video explaining it. So you should watch it. I'm like, I don't fucking care if the person made a video explaining it and I they're look, Jewish. Maybe we, there were better ways to have done the video. I wasn't really all that involved with it. But, you know, I think, look, I mean, we needed to show the footage. We we showed the footage. That's what people wanted to see. And no matter how you contextualize, he had these guys hold up a sign. He decided what they wanted them to write on it. And it said death to all Jews. And he definitely thought it was funny at the time. And he paid like, he paid people in like a developing nation $5 and he's a millionaire. No, no, the whole thing, the whole thing is. And like, then he, like, first he did that. Then he decided to cut it into his video and right. respond to it. And right. then he decided to post it. Right. And, and, it's, not and like, it's not like you can set up the context where you're like, it's an episode of Always Sunny and they're all bad right. people and, and, for, and, like, and for the record, And for the record, like, they, there are other instances of him making, like, anti-Semitic jokes or Jews, you know, like, make, mentioning Jews or whatever. Yeah, he had a whole other bit on Jesus. Yeah, and, and right. And it's like, that stuff is, cl- it's like present. If you know it, if you've ever experienced it. And I think right. a lot of the people who are writing to me are like, just don't know. They're like people who are like regular white people or they're yeah. people who live in Sweden and like you don't really know what it's like to be on the receiving end or to hear people talk like that and have a sensitivity to it. But um but the fans fans are fucking no, deranged. But you know you 11. see but you see a short walk. Well, some of them I are don't not. Think they some are. of them are some of them are actually like full grown adults. That's what was most shocking to me. And they people, also are very savvy. People who I you encountered know, like, are like adults. And it's like yeah. I understand you're first off being a fan. I think fans are bad. I keep saying this like fandom is a bad thing. Like I think fandom has, has spawned like a lot of nasty shit in our modern society. So being a fan of anybody is odd. Being a fan of PewDiePie to me is really strange because like I understand he's like funny and you like watching his videos or whatever. But just like to think like I'm right. Like I'm sta- I'm a stand for fucking PewDiePie. It just seems like a really weird place right. to be mentally. Um, and I think the blaming the media. Well, that's the biggest. For what his fallout is insane. No, but that's I mean, the piece we, that we We did. twisted Disney's arm. We said, Disney, if you, I mean, we yeah. went to Google and we said, like, no. Like, th- no, these I, companies I, decided to make decisions based on what they saw. This is, I mean, literally it's like the, you guys, I mean, the, the, the reporters went to the Wall Street Journal, or sorry, the reporters went to Disney and they were like. This is up here. Hey, do you, what do you guys think of this? Do you have a comment? And Disney was like, uh, we're deleting that. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's we're, exactly what happened. We're di- right. I mean, it's like, of course, Disney. And that's I mean, reporting. We and, went like we have to and we reached yeah. out to him. No, you, you guys know, were it like, was a home. Uh, you were trying to undermine his career. No, it's like, here's the deal. You put this on the Internet and then a reporter saw it was like, that's strange. They went to like the very large multinational corporation that owns his whatever his Brand, business is. Yeah. And like, hey, did you know did you have, what's your comment on this? But like a reporter does. And yep. Disney did what Disney does, which is like, oh, we're going to distance ourselves as much as possible from that because we don't support anti-Semitism or anything that even looks like it right. because we're fucking Disney and we sell our shit to everybody. Um, and the people just don't understand. The thing is, so he's like trying to paint this this story. I don't know how we ended up. That's fine. We're talking yeah. about it. It's good. Um, you, I don't he know tried to paint this. I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying it. He painted this picture of like the media is out to get him. And he's like trying to like jump onto the – fake news and the media is the enemy train. It's like, you know what? Like, that's not reality. And what Trump says is not reality. And it's like, we people need to wake the fuck up. I mean, the idea, I like, he's like the failing news that can't be trusted. It's like NBC, New York Times, CBS, everyone, CNN. It's like, okay, no, the Washington Post. It's like, okay, so every literally. As, yeah, as if we're all in a slack room getting yeah, posts that said, right. we need to take down PewDiePie this week. But literally, like, the most, some of the most respected, most historic, most important news brands that have ever existed that have literally changed the course right. of history with their reporting. Somehow, Donald Trump has some inside track to know about how they're really not delivering the goods. But that's like, it gives, it gives these fucking guys like PewDiePie and like Milo and like Richard Spencer. The opportunity to ride those coattails and create this vision of the world that is completely detached from reality. And I mean, like, it's also the Internet, right? I mean, the Internet yeah. in the middle of this all is is frankly what we're finally experiencing, which is that people have these massive platforms to say whatever they would like. And they I think deep down Trump or PewDiePie believe that they can say it 
without the press getting in the way or right. without the right. without the well that's the bullshit we've been shoveling to everybody which yeah. is like you go direct to the and it's like okay yeah. you can go direct but people are going to fact check you yeah and also like people can watch with their own two eyes right right they, I mean they, I mean there's no spin it's crazy to me anybody who watches like Trump and hears him talk and hears the things that he says and has any knowledge of what is going on in the world and thinks that it's he's not just lying all the time is insane to me. It's like I can't imagine what being in that reality is like because like listen, I don't think Hillary Clinton is being honest all the time either. No. I'm like very open-minded to the idea that like lots of politicians are saying lots of bullshit. Obama said a lot of bullshit. But like I also can recognize when somebody's telling the truth and you can also put some facts together and be like, okay, this makes sense. And it's and like also like you just felt like there was some real smarts behind some uh, yeah. of those people. Oh yeah. Oh no. Hillary Clinton, yeah. Super smart. Right. Obama's super smart. Donald Trump, good at business, maybe kind of. Good at making buildings. Good at selling. Yeah, he can like yeah. sell shit to people. He's a wonderful entertainer on very funny, charming uh, entertainer on The Apprentice. Was Not he? no, I mean I he's, don't know. he's good on TV. Yeah. But so not a, is like half of the Real Housewives. But yeah, doesn't no, mean they I'm should saying, be for I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying yeah. like I fucking wouldn't want Spencer Pratt to be president. And he was fucking entertaining his shit on the hills. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. Spencer's great. He was just on. Uh, was what he just on Who, Who Weekly? Who's Elsie? She was from Laguna. Laguna I didn't Beach. watch Laguna. I didn't watch Laguna. I only oh, watched the man. hills, and I watched a little bit of the city, which was terrible, <laughs> really bad. I don't even know what to make of it. And I, I like sometimes want to blame the internet. I want to blame it's, it's, social it's media. It's social media. Yeah. I, I mean, it is. I mean, the, in a weird way, I mean, I actually, I think about, we think, talk about this, but I also think about it all the time. It's this idea that like you've all this information out there and you think, well, you should be yeah. smarter because of it. But like the, the thing that journalists do best when they do their job is you take a bunch of information and then you, you explain how it's a story. You say, like, this is why it all mm -hmm. matters. Like, here's how it adds up. Like, these are the things that are connected. Yep. But, like, in lieu of that guidance, often it's easy to take things that seem like information or seem like knowledge and use them in a way that is, like, really dangerous. Right. And that's what, like, a lot of people are doing now. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, I can cherry pick this and this and put it. By the way, there are journalists who do that shit, too. There yeah. are bad journalists and even bad journalists at good yeah. Media organizations. And then actually to come, I don't want to talk about our editor in chief, but I have really. No, Jerry's um, great. No, I think a lot of the things he has said lately has been really smart in the sense that he said he believes, and I believe this too, because I, I do believe our readership is very smart. And I think you guys probably have a very smart readership too. I, you know? I, I like to think so. Um, no, because you have a new site. It, it's a, clearly going after a certain type of demographic of yes. or people. Correct. Um, you know, it's not just sort of commodity news that you're going to find that I need to click on through Google because I need to get this information. That's right. And so, you know, the journals is, is similar. We have a we're very a lot high, like the Wall Street Journal. I mean, I say to this team, I'm like, we're the new Wall Street Journal. But I, I actually <laughs> would say that we actually do have somewhat in common in the sense of that you you want to target a type of reader that that is smart. Yes. That is right. I mean, yeah, yes. You don't want dumb readers. No, 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 no. You're 100 percent right. I mean, the the entire concept yeah. of the outline in terms of our audience is I mean, we literally it's like it's not for everyone. It's for you. But what we what I mean by that is we are going to do stories that are right. like for smart interested, engaged, curious people. And that does not sum up all of the world. Right. And so a lot of people don't care, won't care about it and aren't going to give a shit about it and won't think about it. But the people that do right. are really important to us. And I, I, I mean, obviously, the Wall Street Journal has a different demographic. Yeah. But we do know that our readers are smart and they can make intelligent decisions and they probably have money because they're paying so for the Wall the Street Journal. journal. They definitely have money. Uh, but or want money. They want money or they're, they have money. Um, and that we, that and back to what he said, you know, our readers are so smart, they will decide for themselves. Mm -hmm. And we will give them the best possible reporting that we can get, frame it in the best way to make us objective and let them decide. Yeah. Um, well, I think, look. I, I, I see there's a, I see this, I, I agree that in some cases that is the way to do it. I think in other cases, I think actually the problem now is not so much that that's the wrong playbook because I think it is right. the right playbook. The problem now is it's like it's so blatant so right. often right. what's going on. It's like so crazy that even in the most like down the middle scenario, right. it's impossible to not go 
But like then the guy would just started lying about a bunch of things. And he right. said a, a terror attack in Sweden, which never happened. And he cited numbers that were totally inaccurate. And it's like when you start to do that, the problem becomes people on who disagree with you and who disagree with the facts, which is I don't know how you can handle someone who disagrees with right. facts like they think that then they are like your so yep. the so the 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 the, the dangerous part I think is like trying to appease people who cannot be appeased with logic yep. right I'm not saying that you guys are doing that I don't no, think no. you are but I think this where it gets really uh, starts to get really murky is, well, we're trying to, we want to speak to all the right. people and we want to speak to Trump supporters. And it's like, but if Trump supporters can't listen to logic, I mean, I heard a, I heard a person, I was listening to NPR, I think it was either today or yesterday, and they were interviewing people in Wisconsin who had voted for Trump. And one of the women they talked to, she was like, well, you know, I don't think it's going that well, and I'm going to give him a chance, and I, you know, he's got to shake things up, and he made a lot of promises, and she's like, you know, if he does, if this keeps going, she's like, I might just go, I might just go full liberal, full left wing, hardcore liberal, and it's like, wait, that's not how. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, you just voted for right. the hardest, furthest right possible. So how are you able to swing all? Like, you're talking about every issue, right? And so I think like you've got people who are like not making sense. They're not making sense. They're not even thinking about it. Yeah. And so how do you how do you tell those people like uh, the how do you say like to them this thing is made up without them going like you're fake news or whatever. Right. You can't. But isn't it like so emotional at this point? Like I feel like when I talk to family members, it's about emotionally feeling like they were either called racist by Hillary Clinton or they don't have as much money as they want. Or why are we talking yeah. about trans people's bathrooms? I need to get my Obama. Why are we talking about trans people's bathrooms? Actually, I'm think everybody would have been happy for Trump to not say shit. Yeah. Yeah. But everybody was there. fine. Nobody was saying anything. He had to go there. The immigration stuff. We didn't have a terrorist attack. We didn't have a nine 11 situation. He cited nine 11 in the, Right. Anyhow. But emotionally, I mean, it feels good to be like, this is the bad guy. These are the bad guys. Thanks right. for putting I mean, me in. Yeah, lots that. of things feel good, but we're right. not babies. But I mean, maybe, maybe some of them. I, <laughs> I just worry all the time. Do you? I worry. Do you feel more a lot more, more worried now? Yeah. Yeah. Do we you, just, no, I feel terrible all the time. I mean, I wake up every day and I complete, like, I mean, depression. I, I try to avoid some of it, but you can't. There's just no way. It's everywhere. Um, yeah, I mean, we wrote a story today about um, uh, we talked to trans advocacy groups and some, you know, who've been talking to families with, you know, trans yeah. kids. And it's like his thing, it's like doesn't even have an immediate impact. Like it actually is like it now has to go to some bureaucratic place yeah. in states. But then also there's like stuff that's going to the Supreme Court about this very about discrimination against like trans people. And so it's like it will be negated at some point with a decision that the Supreme Court makes about like what is considered discrimination in this country. And and but but what's happened immediately is like all of these kids and all these families and all these people are like feel yeah. awful and feel scared and feel worried. It's the same thing with what he's doing with immigration. It's like, yeah, it's like I think he's just but I think it's just for show. Like he just wants to show how tough he is. Well, or that. Oh, I'm going to do things that I said I would do. Right. Or they, so, but what he said he was going to do to most the people who voted for him, most of them, was They're, like get some jobs back. Right. And Obamacare. Yeah, Obamacare. But now everybody's like, wait a second. Those are hard. You know, it's really easy <laughs> yeah. telling a trans seven seven year old, a trans like fourteen year old, where they can pee and not pee. That's a lot easier than yeah. saying oh, I'm going to bring manufacturing back to an entire nation. It seems like I could not right. think of a less important topic than like what right. bathroom people's you people use. Like the only thing less important to me would be who people have sex with. It's like, I don't care. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, why are right. we even talk, fucking talking about it? Anyhow. No, it's terrible. I mean, but at some point, something's got to give, right? I mean, it's a, midterms are in a couple of years. I mean. <laughs> you like that? It's my silver lining. Midterms are in a few years. I mean, I it's been know. pretty bad for him so it's far, though. It's been so bad. No, but it's also been bad for him. His approval rating is like. But he, does he care? He it's not care. real. So here, here's the thing. He doesn't care, but people like Paul Ryan and Ted Cruz and all of these yeah. fuckers have, have, have they have to care because they have to be voted into office by people on a on a fairly regular basis and they have like if, yeah, if it looks if they look like they're blowing it then it's guilt by association for them and so there is a kind of part there's like some you feel like there's some piece where at some point there's a revolt in his own party his yeah. his own party i mean no one buys trump as a viable republican they're just like anything to get us into the white house 
hasn't that started a little bit with CPAC and Milo and like Richard Spencer being kicked out and well, like I the Republican know. Party I, saying? I feel like I mean yes and yeah. We need to wrap up. Sorry, That's we okay. are like down a rabbit hole here. Um, yeah, I mean, but saying like the Nazi, yeah, and the gay Nazi. And like who else can't speak like or whatever, like can't speak at CPAC is hardly a backlash. They're like, mm, yeah, we think the pedophile stuff went a little too far, a little too far. Like the <laughs> oh, racism and the anti-trans stuff and the the just like nasty, like complete nastiness about women. Fine. Eh. No problem. Yeah, that's okay. But the pet, but they, honestly, I think they were on the fence about the pedophilia too. I think they were like, well, maybe he said 13. Is it, maybe he really meant 15. Oh, yeah, was oh, I got to think of my tax cut first. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. Anyhow. Well, anyway, Joanna, I'm happy I brought up PewDiePie. So anyhow, Alexa, we got to get her into a more. Talking about things that now could be less important. What have you read? What's the last thing you wrote? Actually, I'm writing about something interesting this week. I tell feel like you'd be interested in this. You can help me brainstorm. Well, this won't go up until uh, Tuesday, right? Oh, good. It comes out on Tuesday. Tuesday morning. Um, it's about this company that's trying to create, like, smartphone-free parties and spaces. Oh, and so no. all these comedians use it because they don't want you to record. Like, Chris Rock uses it. Uh, Chappelle like, uses it's like it. A lead, it's like a lead. No, no. So, okay, picture this. Okay. You go to an event. Mm-hmm. They give you a bag put your phone in okay, and it has a lock on the other side and you lock it on this machine and then you go into the event and you cannot physically get to your phone. What if there's an emergency? You have to step outside and you need to open the bag. I wouldn't go to one of those. You wouldn't go to one of those. As a parent? No way. Yeah. As, no. As a very popular Twitter user, no. <laughs> oh, I mean, no. I mean, if I were in a place where I couldn't immediately get to my phone when like somebody was calling... Yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm not the kind of person who sits in a place and looks at my phone though, because I have manners. I don't. Right. Well, you're a horrible animal. I am. You're an animal. I am. Um, that sounds like, in some ways, it sounds like a great idea because people don't yeah. have self control. But then I just think about like the implications for like, you know. I get the parent. My, I think my, the parent thing is huge. Yeah. Or like my parents, you know, they're a little bit older. Like, you know, one of them, you know, broke their hip or something. And it's like, I'm, they're calling me. And right. I would be very upset if I found out All later right. I was at like some stupid fucking. Dave you Chappelle know, show. Louis C.K. And, yeah. then, and then it turns out like my kid's dead. You know, that'd be very upsetting. I can't believe I just said that. Horrible. Horrible. But that that is that is that's the, the idea. fear. But that's the fear, you know? So they're using these at a couple of different places. I'm really, I've really just and shot I'm going their business to, to pieces. I'm going to a party on Friday night. Are I've never you? gone to a I haven't gone to a party on Friday night in like 10 years. You've never been to a party on Friday I've never, <laughs> I don't even, I've never even been to a party. I don't okay. even know what I'm going to do. Well, they're not that fun. And so I'm not going to be able to use my phone there. And how long do you have to be there? I'm probably going to last like 20 minutes, but yeah, like, you yeah. know, I'm going to probably I'm so gonna I stick it out. So there's a person who has your phone? No, you hold your phone in the bag. So you have it in this bag. Like, a, like it's like, you, can you see it? No. You it's, can't see what's on like the a, screen. You can't see what's well, on the screen. Why not just put it in a box somewhere? Well, because like people don't want to like, you know, they're worried about the privacy or security of their phone. Okay. So you get to keep your phone on you, but you can't see what's on the phone. And it blocks signals? It doesn't block signals. Oh, so it's just in a bag. Yeah. It's like, it does it silence it? I think you need to silence it before you put oh, it in so the bag. Oh, so you silence it. You can read all about this in the article. I'll totally... I, it sounds like a great article. I, I just don't I understand know. this concept. Like, I mean, I understand the idea that you want to have people not right. intruding at this, at this right. thing. But um, No, I mean. And, all right. Well, I you mean, can read all about it today in Joanna's <laughs> column, which we don't know the name of right. yet. Right. Well, the name of the company is called Yonder. Yonder. Y-O-N-D-R. Oh, there's a missing E. Of course. Yeah. The missing E is for not being able to get to your cell phone. Yeah. Didn't yeah. even have time to type it. Yeah. yeah. Jo- Joanna, it's been a wonderful pleasure having I've, you here. I would like to come back and redo this at would some you? point. <laughs> I think this is good. I think people I'd like a redo. We were all Wrap over the place. Wrap it up and redo we it. Could, we could, well, I'd be happy to do a redo. You can come back whenever you want. I will come back soon uh, to poach more of your people. Please don't do that, okay? <laughs> we need these people. Wall Street Journal has plenty of money. They can go get people elsewhere. Leave my people alone. I love your people, Let though. my people go. All right. Okay. Um, Joanna uh, Joanna writes uh, several columns, several pieces for the Wall Street Journal. You can find her uh, latest column about Yonder uh, on the WSJ.com slash personal technology. I don't know if that's an actual URL or not. It probably is. Probably is. They have a lot of URLs over there. Mm -hmm. And uh, Joanna will be performing at the Laugh Shack Thursday night. Uh, (laughs) Don't bring your phone. Don't Don't bring bring your your phone. phone. Don't bring your phone. Joanna, thank you so much for doing this. I really Thank you for having me in this very hot room. Well, it's it's the least I could do.
Well, that is our show for this week. We'll be back next week with more tomorrow, of course. And as always, I wish you and your family the very best. Though I've just learned that your family have all become subscribers to PewDiePie's YouTube channel, which means you have to leave your family now. 